Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to What the Fuck Fights, brought to you by Salty Mermaid Entertainment. That is the most tame intro we have ever done. I think everybody's tired. <laughs> All right, welcome to the show. I'm Jen Scott Pickett. I'm sitting here with... Chase Salt Pickett. And Anonymous Adam. I said it weird. <laughs> you did. Um, what the fuck? Anonymous Adam. I really tried. Okay. I honestly, I really tried. Right. What the fuck is What the Fuck Fights? It's a fun competition to see which one of us can come up with the craziest stuff from the internet. In regular life, Chase is my partner, but on the show, he is my... Sloth. I thought you were going to say slut. <laughs> okay, well, the answer is opponent. Slut. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. And, okay, each week we have a new theme, Anonymous Adam, not Anonymous Adam. Anonymous. <laughs> is both our referee and our judge. Make sure you're following us on Instagram and TikTok at Salty Mermaid ENT and tell a friend about the show, and now I'll turn it over to you. Do you know what to do? Great, uh, kind of. I don't know why I'm... So forgetful for right now and strange. Uh, okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the weigh-in. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week's theme is luckiest people in the world to have ever lived on this planet. <laughs> Close. Luckiest people who have ever existed. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> I said it different, but it was okay. the same. Okay. <laughs> hey, Jennifer, what do you have? All right, so today I'm going to talk about the man who came back to life after being dead for 14 minutes. He came back to life to win the lottery twice. Oh, what? <laughs> yep. Um, and we're also, among other lottery winners and some fun stuff like that, uh, I'm going to talk about the man who invented the saxophone. But it's not just that he was insanely talented. He had so many close calls with death that his nickname was The Ghost. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, that's what I got. I don't know why his saxophone made me giggle, but it did. Because you're immature. Yeah. It's a saxophone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who knows what those are? Not to be confused with the... Tuba. Okay, I don't know. Trabona. Chase, what are you bringing? I have a list of lots of lucky people from this world and the world before us, and I can't wait to tell you about all of them. You mean Earth One? What's the Earth One? Earth Two, (laughs) and Earth Three, which is our current Earth. This is my favorite trilogy. Yeah. (laughs) Earth Three is where we're. Wait, are we? Are we? No, we're actually in Second Earth right now. We're getting close to Earth Four. (laughs) Okay. Well. Yeah, so Whole technically. New episode. Okay. So these are people, Earth 3 is people from the future that you don't know yet that are also lucky. Oh, oh. well, if we're just making stuff up, then. Well, I that got- is a <laughs> very strong accusation. Okay. <laughs> and um, a little offensive. I do want to clarify when we were doing our research, I think we talked about it would probably be one of those like rapid fire episodes as opposed to like. I can't wait to rapid fire. Gross. I just would like to give people, including Adam, the heads up that it's probably not going to be like a three rounds and done. It's probably going to be like a back and forth. I can go more than three rounds. <laughs> I can't. Okay. This is chaos, so just <laughs> deal with it. All right. Uh, should I go first? Well, I have to do the intros first. Oh, what have you ever done this podcast throwing before? Throwing everybody off. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main event. Woo! To my right in the sore throat corner, this man screams at people so they can lose weight for a living. He counts for 50% of Ricola's sales. They should sponsor us. It's Chase. Yeah, that's why I have a sore throat. Yeah, yeah we're going with the official story. And to my right, currently making an ice bath in the questionable activities corner, sits a woman who's a five-time organ donor. Where did she get them? Stop asking questions or you're next. It's Jane. Okay, first of all, that sounded like a game show. So maybe that could be a game show about organ This is a game donation. show. Also, you're a game show. You lost me because you said you just I was forgot sitting because you're right. Win. I'm not. I'm shut up. I'm sitting to your left. <laughs> did I say right? You did. Nah, I'm pretty sure I said left. 
Nope. We're pretty his sure. head was facing the wall, so technically okay, it was well, his right at the this time. This will be the only episode Adam goes back to listen to, and it's just to see if he said right or left. Yes, <laughs> and I will be correct. I will be right. Right. I, I will be <laughs> You'll left. You'll be wrong because you said right. All right, well, <sighs> let's continue talking let's about this. Let's just talk about anything other than the fact that Chase just threw me under the bus for being a loser. <sighs> oh, well, I mean... Awkward silence. <laughs> I mean, nobody the wants to defend. I mean, my, nobody defended the fact and said I wasn't. You've been under that bus for a while now. <laughs> Just let you me like go. that piece that gets stuck. <laughs> you're the limb <laughs> the that car. gets stuck under the tire. Yeah. I hate you both so much. You're like, how do I get that out of there? And you tug on it, but it doesn't go anywhere. Okay. And you're like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> Why don't we talk about people who are luckier than I am? The okay. He's stuck in the grill. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know what? I would just like to say for the record, Chase may be luckier in the department of winning this stupid little podcast we have. But after doing research for this podcast episode about lottery winners, I decided to do a scratch off and I won $25. Oh, so shit. suck it. Neat. Okay. <laughs> 25 more dollars than you. Well, what, uh, did, what did you win, Chase, besides, you know, bragging rights? I want a free trip to the chiropractor. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Pepper. <laughs> okay. Yes. Hey, Chase is having back problems this week in addition to his I was like, what have I gotten for free? And I was like, wait, <laughs> I got a chiropractor visit. He threw his back out throwing her under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can we start? Nope. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm Please. sweating. This is terrible. Same. Okay, so we're going to talk, <laughs> are we? We're going to talk about Bill Morgan. Bill is... Old Billy. Old Billy, yeah. Nice guy. Back uh, in the 90s, let's say around the time SpongeBob came out. So, you know, nice. interesting time in our history. Um, Bill was a truck driver, and he got into a terrible accident that put him in the hospital. And unfortunately, in their attempt to save him, the medication they gave him... Uh, his body didn't respond to it. He had an allergic reaction. So you might argue that he was one of the unluckiest hmm. people ever to be alive. Well, luck comes in all different shapes, you know, forms, and fashions, yes. which you'll find today in today's show. That was kind of, yeah, my thought while researching this. I was like, you could argue, wow, these people are so lucky, but also it's like they maybe are some of the unluckiest people because some extreme circumstances for some of these people. Hmm. So back to Bill. He is in a car accident, and he is in the hospital. They're trying to save him, but he has an allergic reaction to the medication they give him, and he is dead for 14 minutes. That's a long time to be It's dead. a very long time. So usually, even if you come back from that, your brain really doesn't. There's some yeah. kind of damage you've sustained. Yeah, so no oxygen. They were able to get his heart to start working again after 14 minutes, which, again, very long time. But he was in a coma, so they were thinking pretty much brain dead, not really going to recover from this. He was in a coma for, I think, only 12 days, but they were trying to get the family to um, pull the plug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, you know, which 12 days is not a very long time, but if after being dead for 14 minutes, they think he's pretty well, much the, dead. The pattern is like... Right. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, miraculously, he did come out of the coma which yeah. is where the, I guess, the luckiness comes in. And not only did he come out of the coma, but he had no damage at all, like no brain damage, no sustaining is- issues, period. So he comes out of the hospital and he's like, well, lucky to be alive, crazy mm-hmm. circumstances. I'm going to propose to my girlfriend. Nice. She said yes. And thank God she said yes, because he went on to buy a scratch-off ticket <laughs> and he won. So that was pretty exciting. How much did he win? So I read a few different articles and some say that around $17,000, which would, 
in the 90s more equivalent to like 25000 now. That would have covered 25% of his uh, medical I know, bill. Right? Somebody <laughs> yeah. said that it was actually um, just a, a car that was worth that money. Mm. And this is in Australia, by the way. So there was some discrepancy with the things I was reading. However, what makes it super interesting and probably the luckiest aspect of all um, is the local news found out about him winning. Now, him winning a car is cool, but not necessarily newsworthy. But because he had just come out of a coma and had all this crazy thing, like, oh, man comes back to life and buys, um, goes, buys a lottery ticket and wins a car. We want to do a special on this. Yeah. So for the special, they're like, hey, we need some, like, you know, what is it, Chase? B-roll yeah, or whatever. We need some B-roll. Yeah. So Meh. they're like, hey, while we're um, going to talk about this, will you go up to the counter, buy another ticket, and just scratch it off for the video? And sure as fuck... <laughs> On camera, and I have the video, which I'll put on the blog. He wins a quarter of a million dollars. Oh my god, that's a lot more than a car. <laughs> Just yeah. scratching off for the reenactment. Like that shit is crazy to me. You get um, a better reaction too. Like, yeah. So I won't play it here now because they can't see it. But like, I'll put it on the blog if you go to Salty. Could you maybe reenact it for us? Um, like you know, <laughs> pretend like you're him scratching off the ticket. You know what's actually really funny is at first, in which he's Australian, not Southern, but. It was the equivalent to me. He was like, he wasn't like shocked, like, woohoo. It was more like a stunned. Gee, golly, I think I. And then he just started crying. It was so well, sweet. Yeah. You know, he was like, I won. He held it up like a toddler would, like, I won this. And then he goes, oh, and he registered it. And he like starts you can crying. You hear him shitting his pants. <laughs> yeah. But it's so sweet. So we'll 100% put the video on the blog, saltymermaidentertainment.com. Well, gee, Willikers. <laughs> I can't believe my stars. I mean, basically, he was just like, you guys, I won. You guys, I won. Oh, my God, I won. It was crazy. And then he turned around and bought $250,000 worth of more lottery tickets. <laughs> And lost it all. <laughs> you know what? Let's just let's leave it with a happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. That's what I got. Nice. I have a guy. Oh. Is um, he here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna reenact him coming into the room. Okay. <laughs> so this guy, um, he's actually been dubbed. He's probably dubbed this before like more lucky shit came around. Mm. But on record, he was dubbed by the world. The World Association. Okay, the whole that, world. Yeah. Everybody By the whole world, it. that he is the luckiest man to have ever lived. It sounds like you're trying to win. And I no, 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 no. I, I would. I. I appreciate that. You could right now mm-hmm. Google him, and it would say he was dubbed the I world's did like, luckiest do man. Do this, and you had already claimed him. Right. So, so you saw it. Disadvantage. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I reenact whenever you saw it on your phone, and you're like, "Oh, son of a bitch, Chase got the world's luckiest man." I am so unlucky right now. Right. But to be fair, like his story, yes, it's very, very lucky in the context of luck. But you know, like all the things that other things I got too, I was like, "Well, those are also." Lucky, yeah. Like, is he the luckiest? Well, that's fine. Who's out. to say? The world. So sounds like you're stalling. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Selleck, <laughs> um, seven times lucky, and then again, as, as they say, that's their little catchphrase for him. So he was known as the luckiest man. He's a Croatian. He is a oh, excuse me, a Croatian. Is that mm-hmm. a, the Christ a Croatian? Oh, he's a Croatian man. <laughs> he's a Croatian man. Um, so he's most known for escaping death and astonishing seven times. Um, so he had his first little brush of death back in January of 1962. Now this shit, I, I swear his life just sounds like a Quentin Tarantino film. <laughs> They're like, how can we just make this really fucked up? But right. he survived somehow. Right. Even though most other people in the movie uh, die right. under his watch. But 
He was in a train and was traveling. It flipped off the tracks. Oh, my God. And then, of course, crashed into a freezing Canyon River. Of course. Um, bystanders, I guess, just hanging out in the canyon. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hang out by this freezing river in the canyon. In case the train goes off the rails. In case something goes off the rails. <laughs> I knew it. I could feel it today. Yeah. It's so probably the guy that like messed they, up the rails. They helped pull him to shore, and the other 17 passengers drowned. Oh. Um, oh. All he had was a broken arm and, of course, hypothermia. Mm. So, Where did he get his arm? Do what? Where did he get the arm? The broken one? Yeah. I don't know. Probably from some one of the people that sank. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> so a year later... <laughs> During his first, his first and only plane ride. <laughs> Chase, you need one of those cough uh, drops we talked Brand about. Brand was... This Brand. isn't Chase. This is base. <laughs> this is Bill. This is Bill. Brain was blown out of a malfunctioning plane door. Wait, wait. Go back. I missed something here. So Mr. Brand is on a plane. <laughs> This first time, and he's, he's like, like, "No more trains for me." He's like, "No more trains for me. No more canyons. No more nice bystanders that'll pull me ashore." Are you Are you reading from a, like a Final Destination script? <laughs> he says it'll be planes from here on out. And they said, "Welcome aboard, sir. This is your first flight, huh?" He says, "Yeah." They say, "Sit by this door." <laughs> so they're nudging each other. <laughs> We're gonna do the old door trick. <laughs> So Tom and Jerry shit. So he's like, it seems pretty safe. And little did he know it would malfunction and it would suck him out of the fucking oh plane. No, no, it's not done. It's so bad. So imagine oh the door God. malfunctions and this man gets sucked out of the plane and he's flying through the air. Mm-hmm. Ah! He's definitely gonna die, but he doesn't. Mm. You want to know why he doesn't die? Was he wearing a parachute? Because he lands on a haystack. (laughs) He lands on a haystack and survives the fall. I would think that would still be like extremely high. It was even hitting a haystack. This man. Got sucked out of the plane <laughs> and land on a hay bale. Okay. And he lived, hmm. which is astonishing because nobody ever... falls out of planes and survives, yeah. of course. Unless I'm telling you, this is some fucking Mickey Mouse did, shit. Did anybody else fall out of the plane? I, I, I didn't mention them like they did the people of the canyon. No, no they drowned too. <laughs> okay. Am I, it might be in the story. It may say everyone else was sucked up, but no one hit a hay bale. <laughs> so they weren't, they didn't, oh, no, here it is. I'm so sorry. Um, yes, he landed on haystack and survived. The plane crashed. Oh, my God. Killing the 19 <gasps> other people oh on board. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so much worse. Do not travel with this man. <laughs> this man gets sucked out of a, a door and that malfunctioned. Pl- but it's like. The plane crashed because I guess the whole thing was like, well, I guess the rest of it malfunctioned too. You would almost he argue safely on a hay that bale. God, the universe, whatever higher power that exists, sucked him out of the plane. No. The, the why kill everybody it's else. safely put him on <laughs> a hay bale. This is some Final Destination That's shit, man. That's what I said. Man. It's crazy. But like, it's like the Reaper is at war with this guardian angel. Yes. Where the Reaper's like, Maha! <laughs> malfunctioning door. And the angel's like, hey, bale. Honestly, this shit. <laughs> so, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, the old classic hay bale. It's like a cartoon where they put like the, the trampoline under them and it's sur- fucking like, make this shit up. Okay. The Reaper and his guardian angel are definitely at war in this one. Um, so 
Don't tell me he traveled Three again. years later. He's on a bicycle. No, but he's like, fuck a plane, <laughs> fuck a train. He's a doctor, so to fuck transportation. And they said, well, you do it on a bus. And he said, I'll try it. Oh, my God. So three years later, in 66, a bus, he was traveling skid off the road oh into, God. you guessed it, another river. Oh, my God. Drowning four passengers. But Mr. Salak, however, swam safely to shore with only a few cuts and bruises. This guy is the actual devil, and he's killing people. <laughs> he's the reaper. I didn't think about it. He is he the, the reaper. reaper. That's terrifying. Because everybody else hey, dies. Bro, fuck you <laughs> <laughs> Flipping the sky off. Ah! <laughs> so terrible. I'm so Jesus. I can't believe this story. It's oh just so God. insane to me. And I shouldn't laugh so much. I just keep picturing him on this fucking hay bale <laughs> and I can't get over it. So after he escapes his near death on the bus, and everyone else again dies. Two years later. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> Selleck, of course, was like, fuck transportation. Yeah. I'm going to call it quits mm-hmm. and I'm just going to hang out with my family. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> Let me his, guess. A train comes through his house. He, t- <laughs> he takes his youngest son and decides, you know what? I'm going to teach this young man how to hold a gun. Oh, no. So he gives him the gun. Selick hadn't realized that the safety trigger was accidentally off. And somehow managed to shoot himself in the dick. <gasps> oh no! It specifically says he shot himself in the Peter. Oh my god! <laughs> so they're like, you survived. You survived death, but not without a dick. Did or he with die? A dick, Did suppose. he bleed to death? No, 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 no. This is the luckiest man in the world. Right. So I mean, I with don't know. How, penis. If you call it luck that he survived and and doesn't have a wiener. <laughs> <laughs> No but he survived okay. again. And then they go on to say in 1970 and 1973 that he got into accidents where his car, a new mode of transportation, mm-hmm. might I add, caught on fire while he was driving. While it. he was driving. But he yet again. Satan. <laughs> okay. Carry he, on. He yet again survived. What? <laughs> um, oh, my God. I can't believe this guy. <laughs> And then later in 1995, <laughs> Jesus fuck, like, I give up already. Selleck was struck by a bus, only again to sustain minor he injuries. It's like the bus, bus was like, "You motherfucker, I, I, I'm coming back for you." He was, you know, hit in the movies when they had the sequels, yeah. oh where like the bus is revenge. Yeah, yeah. Well, the bus comes back, <laughs> except he does. He's not able to kill him. Probably gets mad and drives off into a fucking canyon. This guy. Is legitimately immortal or some shit. Listening. Oh my god. A year later. Oh my god, stop. He eluded a head-on collision with a United Nations truck on a blind mountain curve by swerving into a guardrail which couldn't hold on its own and gave way under the impact force of the car. He was not wearing a seatbelt at this point in time and was ejected from the car when the door flew open. Selleck saw his death along the car as it plummeted 300 feet into a gorge. So the one thing that would generally save your life, a seatbelt, he chose not to wear it. And because of it, the car ejected him right before it went into a gorge. You are fucking kidding. Why don't you save this for last? Because now the podcast is over. Oh, no, it's not. (laughs) <laughs> it's not oh over. God. He's oh still God. alive, isn't he? It's Adam. <laughs> oh, Adam, no. are you this guy? <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my gosh. Um, they said you'd think he cheating death and inhumane seven times would be enough to be on this list of the luckiest people in the world. But it's like the world, it's like he was going through, <clears throat> like the world was challenging him. And at the very end, they're like, you crazy son of a bitch, <laughs> you did it. And, they, and the world said then, hey, you know, you won. We, we got uh-huh. you. We're going to take care of you. So in 2003, two days after his 73rd birthday, Mr. Frayn Selleck won a staggering $1.1 million in the Croatian National Lottery. Fuck you. <clears throat> and with that money, he bought two houses and a boat. <laughs> and a car. And, a and he also de- decided to build a small chapel to thank the Lord for all of his fortune. Oh, my God. <clears throat> well, oh. and that, ladies well, and gentlemen. that was our podcast episode. Is the luckiest man that ever existed. <laughs> I can't follow that. It's like you made I'm it up. I'm sorry for laughing so much. I just can't get out of my fucking mind. This guy being sucked out of a plane. And landing, I just picture him landing with his arms across his chest, like when you do a free fall into a fucking airbag. <laughs> He's like, "Wee!" <laughs> it just lands into a hay bale and survives. He just he knew he was gonna be fine. Out of everything you could survive. Glazed over after like the fourth one. I don't even know what you said. Every mode of transportation tried to kill him. And, and the gun. And he didn't even think it was important to wear a seatbelt, which ironically was a bus that saved him. A train, and then he also a won plane, the lottery. A car. A gun. And then at the end, the life rewarded him with, with millions oh, my God. Of, of dollars. I could buy a brand new penis. <laughs> yeah. I could just strap on. He can just walk around, Lord. fling that thing around. It can be any color he wants. Good for him. I mean, I don't know what to say now. I don't know. There's Gosh. nothing else to talk about. Try. <laughs> Everything's going to be like, oh, yeah, I no, heard no, no. the story. Except well, Frank I mean, also did it. I, also, I have a big list of stuff, too, that, you know, it's hard to follow Frank, you know, Frank, Frank Selleck, but... Um, if that's how even they say his name, I'm probably not even honoring him properly. Oh. Well, you couldn't pronounce his country, right? So it's true. <laughs> Croatian. 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 But he never croaked. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, yeah. How stupid. did he? How did he die? I assume of natural causes. <laughs> Somebody fucking. He's still alive. They probably buried him in a hay bale. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Once he had the money, the family was like, "Okay, he can go now." So, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know what the record was for Frank Boy falling out of. A plane, but I have somebody who also fell out of a plane. That is insane to me that anybody in this world could survive that. Well, one of the reasons I picked this was because it happened on my birthday just before I was born, though. So, January (laughs) 26th. Technically your birthday, right? It is still my birthday, yeah. The day? You said the day before you were born? The day, my birthday is January 26th. All right. This happened years before. Oh, I see. Okay, I'm sorry. So, January 26th, 1972. Serbian flight attendant was incorrectly scheduled mistaken for another worker with the same name. So you could argue that the worker who wasn't on the flight was also the luckiest person because she yeah, was not big on this facts. flight. Mm. So she was mistaken. She went into work. She was greeting passengers on board and uh, blah, 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 details. Within an hour, she laid among air- aircraft wreckage, the sole survivor of a plane explosion that killed 27 people. In the crash landing, she allegedly fell 33,300 feet 
trapped inside the plane's fuselage. While she initially was paralyzed and sustained a variety of broken bones and fractures and spent 16 months in the hospital after it, she fully recovered and she doesn't have memory of the fall. The Guinness Book of World yeah, Records... Yeah, who would want memory of that? That sucks. <laughs> That's yeah. traumatizing. She has... So I don't know how far... Obviously, he survived a lot more, yeah. but she currently has the Guinness Book of World Records um, for the highest fall survived without a parachute. Interesting. Ooh. Yeah. What so. a record to hold. Could you imagine putting that plaque on your wall? Yeah. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a picture of me falling. <laughs> oh, man. That's insane. Is it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah, it's pretty insane. She has a world record. Yeah. Longest fall to survive without yeah. a parachute. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I'm not better. Carry on. Great. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, it's weird because I... Whenever you're looking up luck, it seems to go one way or the other. Either you survived or you got money. <laughs> it I seems think, to be I think the luck. all of mine. Yeah. And it, that's why with the two guys we started with, they, they survived death and they also won money, which is why you would argue. Right. You know, all the odds. Of course. Yeah. Um, so this next one, it's funny because I mentioned this name to Jen in text when we were, before we knew we were going to be doing a ton of rapid fire. And I, I said, I call this. And she said, are we doing the same podcast? Yeah. I just saw the statistic and I found it pretty astounding. <laughs> um, so for my next, um, my next little luckiest, it's like quite luckiest person in the world. Um, so you can imagine if you're as equally hated and loved by millions across your country, that it probably wouldn't be uncommon that there would be multiple assassination attempts on you. <laughs> Q, i.e. Fidel Castro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so, again, everybody who knows Mr. Fidel um, has a lengthy little record. Everybody should know who this man is. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I stated, he was a very hated man, but the people who followed him obviously like followed him like a cult leader. So this was pretty astonishing. He was he was listed as one of the luckiest people for this statistic alone. Cuba's counterintelligence agency estimated that Fidel Castro had survived over 630 assassination attempts. 635? 630. It'd be five less than what you just said. Still oh, astonishing. Still, sorry. Yeah. Still. My brain glitched, I guess. <laughs> Once you get over like three. 630. Yeah. Assassination <laughs> assassination attempts um, that were done that were either executed and planned by you know, the US CIA, numerous mafia members, and even his own mistresses, among many, many other people. <laughs> so just to name a few, Fidel has survived his cigar being poisoned. Hmm, he also smart. survived exploding cigars that people raped. <laughs> That sounds like a practical joke. <laughs> yeah. He survived radios being laced with LSD. Oh. Over like um, an amount that would kill you. Just yeah, to be clear. clear Not to yeah. like, get him a high. <laughs> I'm going to get him high. Um, hidden poisonous uh, hypodermic needles that were filled with lethal concoctions mm. that were placed in many, many different places in hopes that it would stick him. And kill him, oh. um, along many, many more other things, as you can imagine, because there were 630. I, like, who's counting after you get past 100, even? Cuba's, oh, and, and tell, Cuba's, Cuba's and CIA. And then even with the cigar situations, I'm like, do they know because like he... He he caught it, or like did it blow up in his face, or did it blow up while it was on the table? Like, I don't how know. Did the, I'm know? sure some of it was probably like <laughs> he noticed the fuse. <laughs> <laughs> this is dynamite, like Looney Tunes. 
<laughs> hey, wait a minute. <laughs> the cigar says TNT. Uh, some guy walks in and picks up his cigar, and he's the one that blows up instead. That's some crazy <laughs> shit. Man. Yeah, some wily coyote bullshit. <laughs> Yee. All right. Well, let's talk about Joan. She is a Texas lady who is often called the luckiest woman in the world. Oh, oh, I did hear. See, see, this mm-hmm. is a tit for tat. Um, she well, no, she did not survive death in any cool form that I know she of. She Probably didn't lose her. But testicles. this is pretty. Yeah, I don't think she shot herself in the vagina or anything. <laughs> but which makes me wonder why if all the stuff that guy went through. Do you think he just got cocky and that's why he didn't check the safety <laughs> or his seatbelt? Okay, he got cocky. <laughs> Jane, that was fucked up. <laughs> that was an accident. You better hope he's not listening. <laughs> this is what you get for being cocky. Okay. Anyway, so she is called the luckiest woman in the world because she has won multiple multi-million dollar jackpots. So there is a guy out there, for example, who has won at least seven, has won the lottery at least seven times. And he like got $200,000, so it's a yeah. lot of money. But he had like a method he used, right? She won multiple, multi, Multiple times, multi-million dollar jackpots, four times. And she had 20 million, 10 million, like millions of dollars right. each Jesus. time. And I, I do feel this way, though. Like, once you've won $20 million, why do you even feel the need to go, like, win more million? I don't uh, know. Because you're going to run out. I guess. Uh, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know how much houses um, cost? Yeah. <laughs> but what's interesting. <laughs> At least 10 million. What caught my attention with her is because of her background in statistics, she has a PhD from Stanford. There are a lot of speculations and rumors. There's even thoughts of making a movie about her because they're saying she's not lucky at all, that she knows how to play the odds just right. So then I went down this rabbit hole because I was like, "What is? how do you play the odds of a, like a scratch off or whatever, right. right? Supposedly, the rumors are, and other people dispute this and all kinds of stuff because they. what's weird is like, even when she moved to Las Vegas, she went back to Texas to buy her tickets, and she always bought them from the same place. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it. But they so, sometimes that's um, like superstition. Yeah, right. Exactly. Or like a loyalty. Or like, yeah, yeah. worked this one time. Why but even here? I? And right. I'm like, I gotta buy it from one because Abu is there. Right. His yeah. name is Abu, and he runs a guy. I'm like, because if the gas station wins, they get the money. They get money right. for for somebody getting it from their place. I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. Well, we don't you know. know what the reasoning is, but I'm it trying could, to take. They're saying statistically it would make sense not to buy from the same place. So that's why there's a lot of arguments and all this stuff. And I am fascinated by that, but like I don't love math enough well, to get into it. But the, the idea was that she spent so much money buying tickets. They have it down to a science of like she and she got a friend involved and that they were scratching. Like how many can you possibly scratch? Oh, these are scratch offs. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So crazy stuff. And that yeah, they. Okay. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's I think there were different ones. Some were scratch off and some weren't. But they right. were saying. Saying that statistically, if she was a mathematician, that she knew that if she invested a certain amount of money, even though it would mean buying like ne- like insane amount of tickets, we're talking like right, so that you could scratch off to a minute type thing for hours until you got like the investment itself. And other people say no, she would have had to spend a million dollars to find you know, it wouldn't be worth it. So there's all this argument, but it's just crazy to think that it's it is odd that a woman who has a background in statistics. Happened to win four times. Like there was, there was a guy that, um, and he was on record. So obviously, she might be in denial. I'm sure, statistically speaking, she probably definitely had something in play. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a guy that um, has a story about the lottery, and his goal was if there is, I don't know how to say, if there's one million Mm -hmm. different combinations you can win, Mm -hmm. he got investors involved to get one million tickets. 
to oh. guarantee that everybody would get money back. So what he did was he would wait. It, it has to be high enough. Mm-hmm. So he'd wait to the to the numbers got high enough to where right. everybody would get a return on their investment. And then they would they literally had computer systems and they would go in. And they would Man, buy up guys. all the numbers. <laughs> well, it became weird. Like the, it got really fucking weird. Where, yeah. like, he got banned from it in one country. So then he went to another country I mean, yeah, and then was like trying to yeah. re- fucking the right. System. He was trying to get investors again, and I, and I think he did obviously because that that is not a losing. If you've got the money mm-hmm. and there's a million combinations and you can buy a million dollars worth, yeah. Then, then yeah, you're probably gonna fucking one of it's gonna hit. Yeah. And that was like the pain point was like, you know, it's not everything's yeah. not as digital well, now as it was back then. There's been the argument that, uh, the argument for that, I got way down the lottery hole and it got very fascinating because, like, they don't even release all the tickets, they hold some back because the fear is that if all the winning tickets are bought in the same week, then like the, they go bankrupt basically. So, like, there's all this stuff that goes into play now, like you said, digitally. But what's crazy is people, People who say, it is, and it is odd that she has a background in statistics and all that, but other people argue that it doesn't matter because the way it's done, that it's still the fact that she bought from the same place and blah, 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 blah. Also, though, this was crazy. They put her chances of winning four times multi-million dollar pots and odds of one in 18 septillion. Oh, my, oh my God. That's... One in 18 septillion. I didn't even know septillion was a number. I know. I could, it I, sounds I, like a reptile. I know. It does. <laughs> <laughs> it is like this, like this huge monster. Yeah, I'm made of numbers. So, <laughs> but that's what it says. Remarkably, all four of her winners were purchased in or near her tiny hometown of Bishop, Texas, even when she didn't live there. Uh, it sounds like a conspiracy. Maybe someone who worked for the lottery, they're like, hey, that roll's coming in. You know, that's actually a thing that happened. I got into the rabbit hole so deep that there was, a, they had to put such strict, strict measures on it because there was a guy who tipped off um, a grocery store owner that he had to tickets that were like a million dollar winners. Listen, I've seen Ocean's so, Eleven, yeah. so I don't, I don't <laughs> fucking doubt anything. Right, okay? so, movies. Yeah. yeah. They well. made dice. They controlled die. There's all right? all, I mean, there so, is all kinds of shit. I don't doubt but shit. But I like the stories of like, you know, Bill Morgan who won twice. And, yeah, that's You fun. know, and people, I really like the underdog stories. I really do. Those of course. Are, you know, I don't want these fuckheads with their statistics winning. I am with you. Investors. Everyone likes to get yeah. underdog, which <laughs> like, is why you're going to love this next guy. Okay, let's go. Adam, <laughs> um, tell me what you think the Pronunciation for this man is right here. It's that N word there. Um, Why would you say it like that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is an N word. Nichiren. 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 We're going to go with Nichiren. Nichiren. So I love this story. Um, <laughs> Nichiren, the lucky man who survived a beheading. I know. I thought the same thing when I read the title. And I was like, well, I've got to read it. And yeah. I, th- I thought of like the chickens that survive without heads. Yeah. And I was like, I don't, you know, I was like, I don't think that's possible for humans, but I'm. I mean, historically, that's that's pretty uh, deadly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually Once worse. the head comes off. Um, so Nashiran, he was a prominent 20th century monk. And he was sentenced to execution for having written a prophecy that the Japanese authorities felt was subversive and undermining their power, of course. Mm. Typical mm. politic bullshit. So they're like, nice, peaceful monk they're going to put to death Naturally. by a beheading, mm. right? That's the way to go. So as pure luck would have it, Nishiren managed to escape his own beheading because <coughs> the executioner who was about to strike him 
when he lifted up his big chopping sword to behead him, lightning struck <gasps> it and it killed the executioner Jesus. on the spot. It's like a, I know, it's like a Bible story, right? I mean, right? honestly, that now, sounds like some higher power. Now, here's shit what's fucking it. great because okay. much like a Bible story, when someone's about to behead somebody and Jesus strikes a lightning bolt at you and kills mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. they were like, oh, fuck. Yeah, we're not messing <laughs> with this guy. They're like, what do we do? And they're like, they all started like, we should just fucking let him go. And they did. <laughs> they're like, let that monk free. And they let him go and let him his life. 100% believe that was some power, <laughs> that was power so shit. great. That's amazing. I love that. Executioner dies. So sorry. They're like, fuck this. Set, <laughs> set the shirt free. <laughs> let him go back to his temple, write all the prophecies he wants. Fuck it. That's what he said. Like, after it happened, he was, that was Jesus. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> probably what showed. I mean, you know, which I have to share the story. Can you imagine standing up? Like, Bitches, <laughs> I told you about the Lord. Holds his hand to the sky Honestly. and not one more. Listen, I'm reading um, uh, Trevor Noah's book right now, which, by the way, I'm not done with it, but I could not recommend it higher. It is such a good book so far. And it's, you know, based on his childhood in South Africa. And it's called Born a Crime because he, yeah, but literally Born a Crime because it was illegal for a mixed child to exist. Holy shit. So his parents had him knowing that and they had to hide him his childhood so it's a crazy in-depth book but wait where where's he from south africa oh my god this is during um apartheid 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 um man i had no idea yeah it gets really intense and that's that's another feels like biblical shit yeah well this is where it gets interesting so he talks a lot and i i won't like give too many spoilers but there's a thing he talks about how um there's so much superstition that exists in certain elements and other elements there they're so they're not but these weird things still persist for example if someone you hate and everyone knows that you hate this guy in the town he gets struck by lightning even if you're not there you can literally go on trial because they'll they believe like in in witch doctors and stuff like that that you killed him with lightning and you can go on trial and you can have all the science and you have to have the science to prove and the Whoa. lack of motive but you can't just say oh i can't from my house what? three miles away that you hundred percent could be on trial for someone dying by being struck by lightning yeah, Good that thing sounds that like some more political shit. <laughs> yeah. They're like, okay, so no but matter where the lightning strikes, but there's you bl- know we're blaming Bill, right? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. And I'm probably not doing it justice talking about it, honestly, which is why you should go read the book. And he is a comedian, so he brings a lot of humor to like some terrible situations. But like that is the thing that, you know, every culture has its thing and they believe so much in witch doctors. So that's again, like, that's I don't like even know if a witch doctor is the proper witch, word. You know, shamans. Know. And stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Probably anyway. going to get it wrong anyway. <laughs> okay. By the way, somebody's going to be like, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's true. Casually ignorant. All right. Let's talk about um, the guy who created the saxophone. So. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny to me? I don't know because you're both immature. <laughs> what? I just, he's immature by proxy. Yes, because you're both over here grinning with your, was, your shoulders. I was just waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Shot in the penis, a saxophone. I'm, I'm smiling. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like That's not a crime word. in your culture. Listen, born in 1814. Mr. Sax. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still funny. Listen, his mother said that he's a child condemned to misfortune. He won't live. 
<laughs> but he did. <laughs> to his face. <laughs> yeah, basically. I don't think he died till he was in his 70s. And bless his that heart. That was my first memory. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, get his first memory. All of these things seem to happen in his childhood. And you could blame it on the child and maybe bad luck, but you also want to argue, like, where the fuck are the parents? How many misfortunes? And then I say that, but you know what? I can count the times just today that Bastion has fell and hit his head <laughs> on a coffee table, fell on a dinosaur. Dino- I said that really southern. <laughs> dinosaur. <laughs> he almost fell down the steps. He said, hit you know what? Right there, taps. <laughs> I retract my thing, and I will not blame the parents. I'm just saying some of this shit's crazy. He fell from a three-story window as a toddler, and they thought he was dead because that's obviously a very big fall. Right. You know. Um, he also, when he fell, landed on a rock specifically on his head. So there's that. <laughs> he was poisoned slash nearly suffocated three times by varnish. How the fuck that happens? I don't know. I know one case was he was left in a room, a closed room with a piece of furniture or something, and then he almost died from suffocation or some shit. Yeah. All right. I don't know how you let it happen three times. Right. Um, he drank Sounds sulfuric suspicious. acid because he thought it was milk. Okay. <laughs> I have this like picture of him sleeping and someone like, funneling. Right. <laughs> like, drink. Right. Um, this one freaks me out. He fell face first on a hot skillet. Again, this feels like testimonies from the doctor (laughs) where they're like, okay, I can only record what you say. (laughs) So you say he faced first onto the skillet. He didn't get hit (laughs) with it. And he drank that acid (laughs) willingly. And the furniture miraculously appeared in his room while he was sleeping. And he tripped out that fucking window. (laughs) So I know. It's it's a lot. Um, He swallowed a needle. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Now the doctor's in on it. (laughs) He was burned um, by exploding gunpowder. That's called a gun. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Um, I don't know the full story on this. They just kept saying that he was struck on the head repeatedly by falling cobblestone. Okay, again. (laughs) Where are you at? Throw bricks at his sister's head. Where you don't stand, don't stand in this part of town. It's falling cobblestone, (laughs) and he's repeatedly getting hit in the head. Yeah, and he <laughs> nearly Just, drowned in a river. Where's all right. cobblestone coming from? <laughs> yeah. Like, all this shit happened oh! to him before puberty. So. Yeah. Someone's following him, destroying rocks. <laughs> yeah, it's his parents. It's not <laughs> happening, I'm just saying. Obviously, his parents, and they realized they, they couldn't kill him. They're like, all right, we better stop. He's basically indestructible. He's probably meant for something greater. Yeah, apparently he I'm was. Make a sex with him. He's actually he actually did a lot to um, influence the musical instruments in that world, and he was creating things at the age of fourteen. That this is really frustrating. He, I'm not a musician, so I can't go into like really pretend I understand it. But he submitted these things that like won awards, and then they found out he was only fourteen and wouldn't let him have the awards. And they're like, "Here's a medal for trying." And he was like, "Fuck this shit! I don't uh, want by your." By the medal. way, we made these instruments. Yeah. No rights to you. Right. He also <laughs> yeah. um, like created crazy things like a clarinet out of ivory and things that were supposedly not possible. And then like he took instruments like the clarinet as it was at that time, and like redesigned it so that it made more sense with the holes to be in certain places and all this crazy stuff. So he was like a musical genius in terms of like creating all this stuff. I don't know if it was like an absent-minded professor type thing where like he was that clumsy because his mind was elsewhere, but the kid went through some shit is all I'm saying. Yeah, again. Seems a little <laughs> suspicious. <laughs> he fell face that first the, into a skin. That is the diary of his doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yes. Face first into a skillet. How do you like your eggs? But he, he lived to 79. That's the age. Yeah. 79. Good for him. Yeah, I'm sure there's a part of the story where he separated himself from his family, <laughs> moved to the other side of the world to escape death, Yeah. and made the saxophone. The yeah. day he died, he walks around a corner and there's a skillet sitting in the middle of the floor. And he's like, <laughs> it's time. <laughs> it's time. Rafiki's there with the skillet. <laughs> Holding it up. <laughs> what is wrong with it us? And my us, I mean y'all. <laughs> yes, um, you're associated with us. <laughs> Barely. I got a I got a feel good story for you. Okay. Mm. Um. So, her name is Lena, and she has a last name that's terribly hard to enunciate. But we'll just say Lena. Lena Falson. There we go. 1995. So I, some would say not too long ago, but mm-hmm. it actually seems further back than. It's like 30 years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I was no years old. <laughs> <laughs> so the Swedish woman, um, she set aside her wedding ring to do some Christmas baking. Trying to make some Wait cookies. a minute. That's the carrot story. No spoilers. Gosh. It is, isn't it? Shut your mouth. <laughs> Damn. I sent you the text, idiot. <laughs> you did not. I didn't look it up. I just remember the story from Pinterest. I will pull up the proof and we'll put it on the blog. Okay. I will out you in front of all your friends. Okay, back to the we did not put a trigger warning. Um. <laughs> Don't fuck this up for me. <laughs> so it has nothing to do with a carrot. It's a cucumber. <laughs> um, if you want, I can skip it. I can let you have it. No, go ahead. Want. Adam needs to know. <laughs> All right. It's a feel-good story. Um, so It's a feel-good story with a cucumber. <laughs> so it's about a woman and her... <laughs> so 1995, this lonely woman and her cucumber... No. <laughs> <laughs> she took off her wedding ring and gave it to the cucumber. <laughs> she was doing some Christmas baking and she uh, took off her wedding ring because it did I, not fit on the cucumber. Yeah, I guess it was a loose ring and she's afraid it would end up in a gingerbread man. I don't know. So she took it off and basically, after she was done baking, she couldn't find it. And that's yeah. literally the extent of, oh, fuck, I lost my ring. Um, so after searching for a long time, they were like, the ring is lost forever. Oh, that is. Until 2012. So, mm-hmm. Adam. That's a long time ago. I, I don't know. Math it up. When 2012 from 95. Anybody? 16. Okay. So, this is nearly 16 years later. Good. Yes. I just read that, and you're right. So, <laughs> when Lena. <laughs> uh, sees in my notes. <laughs> um, so, she and her husband decided to plant a garden. And while pulling up carrots, oh, I guess it is a carrot, Miss <laughs> Lena was shocked to find her long lost ring around one of the carrots. You thief! <laughs> <laughs> An event that was so astonishing that as soon as she pulled it up and saw it, started screaming and like got her whole family involved. Um, so what's interesting is is this is that they had they had planted other items, yeah, but when they were going to plant carrots. They didn't like strategically plant carrots in a row. Mm-hmm. They literally took carrot seeds oh and God. they threw them out. Like, they didn't bury do them. Your best. Just all exactly. willy nilly. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. And may the and odds be in your favor. Toss them out. So the chances that a carrot seed would have landed in the center of a wedding ring and then sprouted up into the carrot is actually, yes, is actually pretty crazy. But that's exactly what happened. By throwing the carrot seeds out, it landed in the middle of her lost wedding ring. And 16 years later, 
when she was pulling up carrots, the nope. wedding ring was literally around the actual fucking carrot. What I don't understand, because that's obviously cool as fuck. I don't understand how she lost it while baking, but it ended up outside in the dirt. I just she I, was I baking was specul- in the garden. I was picturing this very old school, like traditional, like the window seal was open. That's where you put the uh, pies. Maybe you know, and she set it on the window seal, and a bird was like bird, 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 <laughs> and like you know, the same thing. Oh you know, God. like tweet, 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 and like and not. It off. Holy shit, is that a wedding ring? <laughs> what if she was divorced at that point? That wouldn't be as fun. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I guess I not. found it, you yeah. bastard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the cucumber story would be way better Maybe at this point. Maybe she just wanted another ring. Yeah, but what? <laughs> she told her husband she lost it baking, and then he pulls a carrot out, and he's like, you bitch, you threw it. <laughs> <laughs> you threw it. It could have happened. Yeah. I, I, I mishandled it. You're trying to say something? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that was a pretty cool story. So this one is cool and not cool. Are you ready? Uh, yeah. The wait, odds of wait, being wait, wait. struck by lightning. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Does this have anything to do with a carrot? No. Okay. Okay, good. Okay. I was afraid. <laughs> the odds of being struck by lightning during your lifetime are 1 in 12,000, which is not as high as I'd like it to be. Yeah, don't go outside. <laughs> okay. But this probably came as little comfort to park ranger Roy Sullivan, who survived seven lightning strikes over the course of 35 years. There's got to be something to that. Right? His first encounter with lightning occurred in 1942, blah, blah, blah. And here's what's unfortunate about it is he did not die from lightning eventually. He did die, but it was at a gunshot wound at his own hand. So, oh. Yeah, there's a lot that you uh, want to unpack. crucial hand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe the lightning made his hand jittery. No, I'm going to be honest. When, <laughs> when I... All the strikes... When I posted this um, on my notes, I honestly thought it was a different one. So I don't know if this is the same guy or the odds. Don't say anything about other stories because I know you have one. I have him. I gave you his name. I don't. I didn't look him up. I always. This is one I saw on Pinterest. Is also about lightning. Yes. Damn it. Drama. No. 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 All right. Listen. I'm going to be honest. I've had some fabulous stories today. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) if this is Edwin, if you're about to talk about, if you don't even know his fucking name, you don't deserve to tell the story. It's about the headstone? No. Oh. Go ahead, please. Continue. There's just this guy. It's not really about... <laughs> Fooled you. It's about a carrot. This guy, <laughs> <laughs> he kept getting struck by lightning during his life, and then even when he um, died, his headstone was struck by lightning, and it broke. <laughs> oh, no. That's hilarious. <laughs> Extra fuck you. <laughs> so what Stay down, him? bitch. I, I was going to segue into my lightning story. I was like, don't you do it. <laughs> Wait, this wasn't even the story I was playing until. I just had to throw that out there because we talked about lightning earlier. This was my feel good ish story because okay. it's less about being like <laughs> super lucky. It's just like a cool story. Okay. In 1922, doctors took a risk to save 14 year old Leonard Thompson's life by injecting him with an experimental substance hmm. called insulin. Uh-huh. Never been used on humans before. The young diabetic weighed only 65 pounds due to a starvation diet, which was the treatment for diabetes at that time. Damn, which is insane. Starvation diet? Like, what the fuck does that even pounds. mean? 65 pounds? Yeah, for a 14-year-old? Jesus. So, he was falling in and out of a coma. Um, his, his parents were desperate for a solution, and though the insulin was experimental and had not yet been tested on humans, they took a leap of faith and let the doctors inject him. He had an allergic reaction. Oh. Which sucks, but they kept messing with it for 12 days. They tinkered enough to find a pure insulin um, extract, and then his recovery was immediate. And within a month, front pages were touting a new miracle joke, which to this day saves people. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And that's what happens when you take a chance on science. Oh, yeah. 
And that's all I'm going to say. Okay. Are you, is that your segue? No, sometimes things are introduced to the world in hopes of saving lives. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you got to take chances. Mm-hmm. And yes. this man's life was saved. And now future generations of people were saved. What? The fuck just happened? No, I'm just excited. I'm like, I think that's great, right? Do you, are, are you, you not getting? Me? Are you not getting the carrot vibes? No, <laughs> I don't know. it's a cucumber vibes. Okay, go on. <laughs> All right, so this is a good story. This is, this is my last one. Okay, mm-hmm. so this one is about Edwin Robinson, and as Jen stated, the odds of getting hit by lightning are one in twelve thousand, but they mm. became one hundred percent thousand. <laughs> <laughs> That just hurt my brain. (laughs) When Mr. 62 year old Edwin Robinson decided to take a little stroll in his garden. I'm not going to give away all the fun details yet, but Robinson. Cucumbers and carrots. Is wandering outside in in his yard and he's looking for his chicken. All right. (laughs) He's one chicken. He's looking for his chicken. There must be, he must have, the storms are brewing. Mm -hmm. And he's like, get in here, Edgar. (laughs) I don't know if that's the chicken's name. Chicken's name's Edgar. So here's one fun fact you should know about Mr. Edwin uh, Robinson is that he is blind and he is deaf. So while he's walking around looking for his chicken, he's swinging around his aluminum cane. Poor oh, man. Oh, no. And, uh, and as he notices that, I guess, I don't know how he notices. <laughs> if you're blind and deaf, he, it's, it's <clears throat> I don't know how he notices, but he knows that there's a storm there. Maybe I mean, from smell. Field. Smell, yeah, smell. Okay. So he decides after swinging his aluminum cane around that he can't find his chicken, yeah. and he immediately takes shelter underneath a tree. While he is under the tree, he is struck. Oh. I was about to say, never go under a tree. Yeah, he was struck um, with a huge lightning bolt, and for twenty minutes he lay unconscious on the ground. And as he woke up and stumbled back into his house, he then found his way to his bed, and he passed out for a very well deserved nap. Yes. Um, so. When he woke up, he could see and he could hear again. What? <gasps> I got chills. When he woke up from his nap after being struck by lightning, oh he was no longer God. deaf. That's like a Jesus miracle. And he was no longer blind. <laughs> what? <laughs> he could see and hear once again. <laughs> it's the lightning, man. He was later examined by the doctor who confirmed that he had regained both his sight and his hearing and probably survived the blast only due to the fact that he had rubber-soled shoes that he had been wearing. Wow. That is incredible. That is a beautiful story. And That's I, like more interesting it? than the guy who lived I through know. the seven things. That's why I it saved him for last. Holy well, shit. Well, now I want to end on that, but I have two more stories. Jen? I have one of them as a feel-good story you'll appreciate. Okay. It's similar to that. It, you know what? Mm. <laughs> Okay, do you remember the movie It Could Happen to You with yes. Nicolas Cage? I do not. Really? So this movie is really a love story, but it's based on a true story about a police officer who went into a diner, um, like a regular spot for a lot of the cops in the time, and for whatever reason didn't leave the waitress a regular tip. I don't know if he didn't have the money or wow. what they had decided. Or it was bad service. No, because he said (laughs) that they were going to go in together on a lottery ticket. And she picked three numbers, and he picked three numbers. Oh, my gosh. And they won $6 million. Wow. Holy shit, yeah. Yeah. And he didn't tell her, did he? (laughs) (laughs) He was like, ah. He moved away really quick. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So they made a movie about that, which... I think we um, can assume that if he didn't leave her a regular tip, that he used that money to go buy a lottery ticket, right? 
Maybe. I don't know. You know, I know it's something I don't know. In the movie, I think it was more of a thing of like he didn't have it and so he she was like, Whatever and he was like, No, uh, if I win I'll come back. She was like, Yeah, right. But I think in real life it was more of like me once. I think in the movie Shut up. In the movie (laughs) Are you done? Yes. In real life car parking ticket. It was more of a he was a regular, so he (laughs) won I hate you both. It was about for anybody who's actually listening to me, in the movie he didn't have the money for a tip. In real life, they just thought it would be fun. And it worked out. Oh, well, shit. Are you happy? That's sweet. Whatever, dude. Anyway. <laughs> I'm, just call me dude. I'm so fucked. You're so un- <laughs> I'm so unfucked. <laughs> so I'm going to end on this happy story. And you Hello, won't. darling. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is not about luck, but because it is still a really cool story, and I want to tell it. Okay. Okay. And I think that it should inspire a future theme for the podcast about things that restore our faith in humanity. Okay. I think that's that's great. Yeah. So uh, I will read this straight from the website and then I will put a link. The town that came together. Can you imagine living in a place where you, where everyone but you spoke the same language? What the fuck is happening? (laughs) He's making me laugh because I'm laughing. I don't know. I'm not laughing at anything. I'm so sorry. I genuinely don't want to do this. The next time there's a podcast episode, it's either going to be only Chase and Adam or it's going to be only Jim. Jim, Jim. I'm not working with you. I'm still recovering from the last laugh. I'm just recovering. It's an aftershock. You've heard of earthquakes, right? There's always an aftershock. I'm just going to call Even with tsunamis, there's another way. You're going to get struck with lightning. No, no. I'm not doing this. No. To be dicks. We're I swear. Are was, you done? It was a happenstance okay. thing. The town that came together. Blah, blah, blah. Can away. you imagine living in a place where everyone but you spoke the same language? Such was life for one deaf man in Istanbul. In, in Istanbul? Istanbul. Istanbul. Say it correctly. Istanbul. Istanbul. Okay. He uses sign language to communicate because he is deaf, as we talked about our other friend. Yes. Do I have a cure? (laughs) He may have gotten by, but he was never able to truly live. So here's the thing. In your case, it was phenomenal that he was miraculously cured by something that you would have thought could have killed him. In this case, it's more about the human spirit because a Samsung ad decided to, they were advertising, but they really did this. They created a new world for him that he never thought was possible. Uh, what they did was they walked him through his neighborhood and he suddenly realized that everyone that he encountered not only understood his sign language, but was able to communicate back with him. So this makes me want to cry. What they did is they went in without telling him and they taught everybody in the town how to speak sign language. So oh, that shit. one day he could go through and everybody could actually talk oh, to him. Oh man, That's, that is very sweet. Know, Crazy so to get like yeah. the cooperation for I that. I know. So, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So can imagine the people staying was, in their homes like, you can't teach us sign language. It's against my rights. <laughs> That would be some people, but this was something that they came together and gave him the best gift that he could have gotten, the gift of communication. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Love that. See, worth it. Good job, Samson. You ever watch people sign? It is insane. Yeah. It's like a, it's like I, watching a miracle. Yeah. You're like, holy shit. My uh, buddy Joey, his mom is deaf, uh, so he knows sign language. I grew up with a, a friend who was, and so like I know, like I guess the equivalent would be like broken English or broken sign language. I know some of the basics, but I yeah. haven't used it in a long time. I always said that like I wanted to be fluent in Spanish and in sign language, so who knows? I was once in a club. <clears throat> I don't remember what club it was. I don't know how old I was or where I was. I was just at a big club. I had mm-hmm. big speakers. Oh, I get it. Chains. He was in a club. I was at a club. I was drinking a Smirnoff. <laughs> And I thought it was the coolest thing because there was, was probably, there was like three or four 
deaf people, and they all four sat right beside the speaker, and they vibed off the oh, beats nice. that was hitting them, and then they talked to each other, and yeah. then just it was they just seemed like I don't know, man. It was just I was like that is incredible yeah. just to witness that yeah. they're there together. Yeah. And listen, like the, the music like vibrating them. I Look at that entirely new perspective that I've never thought about before. It's super neat. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool pretty experience. interesting. It makes you like, man, I want to learn sign language. And I was like, I think most people, like when you're, when you're around it, there was a time where a good friend of ours in college, his brother was deaf and we, he was great. And so he would sign to his brother and we're like, we want to sign to him too. Yeah. So, you know, we were learning the alphabet and learning different things, but then the moment it goes away from you, if you're not, you know, around it or that, practice it, you're not fluent. Then, yeah, you, you lose know, it. Yeah. I couldn't hardly tell you anything anymore except for the dirty words. Why do those stick? Because well, they're funny. I know. And you use them way more. You do use them way more. <laughs> that's true. Yep. Um, yeah, that's great that they would, Samsung, cool. Yeah. It makes me, I love Apple though. Why have they done anything <laughs> like that? Probably, Ooh, probably they not. did start removing the charger block. <laughs> yeah, that was, was really good. fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Not so, cool, man. Samsung's um, doing it too. It's all right. money. Let's, yeah. let's stay on the positive side of the human spirit. So we already know that Chase won, but that was cool. Thanks for having me. <laughs> this is her last I'll be appearance. starting my new show by myself, so you stay tuned for that. What's it called? I don't know yet. Under the bus? Not with those <laughs> under guys. Under the bus with Jen Scott. It's called Fuck Y'all. <laughs> that was funny, though. He said under the bus. That was hilarious. Yeah. I don't know because I don't listen anymore. <laughs> That's fair. Tune you out. Honestly, it was... You ever like, had one of those situations where your friend is laughing and you're looking at them and you're like, if I keep staring at them, I'm going to start laughing, I too. I had to look yeah, over I there. Wish, that's what's what, that's what that happened. I I had a friend here because I would do that. You've done that before. <laughs> That was so mean. Yeah. <laughs> if I was Samsung, I would make you happy again, <laughs> but I'm not. You could also go win the lottery, and I would be okay with I'm that. I'm going to win the lottery. Okay. For all the listening people out, i just let you know, I've told it to other people, but I had a dream. I've got the winning lottery numbers, <laughs> and it's going to hit. Mm-hmm. And then whenever you find out, if I decide to tell the world so I don't get bombarded by messages, even though I'll probably use a lot of that money to help as many people as possible because that's what I would like to do, mm-hmm. I will say, I told you so. No, you I'm won't. just not going to tell you the numbers. I would because, never tell you know, I don't want you to know anybody if I won the lottery. You know what was embarrassing <laughs> today? And what's embarrassing is like I feel very confident about that. But today I was at the chiropractor and he's like, hey, can I see your phone? And I looked something on Amazon that you need for your therapy. And he, so I'm looking at my phone and on the my phone it says, I am a money. I am, <laughs> am a jackpot lottery winner. It's got my numbers. And he was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then when he went into my safari because I was checking numbers, the first thing it popped up was like Powerball numbers. I was like, man, I bet he thinks I'm the biggest loser. <laughs> Did you win? I just won $6. Nice. $6 dollars while you were talking. <laughs> wow, I was wasting my breath for you, my listening audience. <laughs> no, <laughs> I was busy making money, fucking loser. Uh, I'll say this, that I'm, I haven't been, and not that I couldn't be lucky with scratch off stuff. I've never done well, but Jen... With digi scratch, <laughs> Jen is a digi scratch like phenomenon. Oh, <laughs> I got digi scratch. I got the digi scratch. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Bill? Oh, I got a case of the digi scratches. Shut up! Oh my god, I just wanted to holler. 
<laughs> keep talking. <laughs> keep talking. I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> no, luring oh you God. in. Okay. Um, all right. Well, um, no, I guess I Adam, now is the time. Oh, I just won $2. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe we should just keep talking. You should just keep playing. I'm going to play until I stop winning. Why don't you tell the listening audience what you're playing? Uh, it's called Fast Money. Okay. It seems pretty fast. I'm yeah, going to be honest. It's working. I just won $2. Wow. <laughs> Wait, how much money are you spending to win Fast Money? $1 at a time. It's like, I'm playing for 10 I'm, bucks, but no, I'm winning money. No, I'm paying, playing $1, and so far my balance is up to thirty one fifty. That's great. So nice. Yeah. So you are in Unless the positive. You just jinxed me because you interrupted my flow. Better luck next time. Fuck you guys. Okay. I didn't do it. <laughs> I may have done it. <laughs> <laughs> it. May have been me. Okay, we should probably stop rambling and actually end this episode. I think that they enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> I think they don't listen this long, so we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. there's somebody out there. Nah, Jim, Jim and Jesse. Okay, saltymermaidentertainment.com. Look for the blog. I'll put the video, and you can put your character. You see the carrot picture. Yeah. I can show you a picture of the monk too if you like. Yeah. I want to see the Seems light. Seems like a nice guy. Him. Uh, the guy you that. Picture of yeah. a carrot. Okay. All right. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> all right. Well, um, hey, thank you so much for listening. And remember, give us those five star reviews so other people will, you know, find our craziness. And uh, thanks as always for being a part of our lives. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Adam, do you have any words of encouragement for our listening audience? Um, you can do it. The thing that you got to do, you can do it. It's there. It's in your grasp. Put your hands on it. <laughs> Just pretend that the world is a carrot and it's bringing your wedding oh ring my God, to the surface. Up and stop. Look, let me paint the picture. You're lonely. <laughs> 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 so you married the carrot. <laughs> All right. Hey, thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Bye. Thanks for listening. Jackie's the only one still listening. (laughs) 